Hello folks and welcome to the inaugural show of the Gallant Fuse Daily News Report. My name's Colin and I'll be bringing you the news for Monday the 16th of January 2023. Um, it's a bit of a new show, new format that we're trialling on the network. Um, there's quite a few new uh, new shows we've got to try over the next couple of months and really the idea is just to test and learn. We'll put this out. If there's enough interest, if people like it, we'll continue to do it. If not, then we'll just go back to the old tried and tested. So we'll run this daily for the next couple of weeks just to... The, the aim of the game is um, each morning to try and give a bit of a news update for the previous evening. Um, one of our podders beautifully described it as let's get headlines from the paper so the, so the listeners don't have to click on it and and really generate money for any of the rags and obviously the vast majority of our listeners will listen to the likes of Heart and Hand and you'll get your daily update in the afternoon. Our idea is just the more content you can get from Rangers fans um, and weed out the, the mainstream media, the better. So yeah, hopefully this um, maybe set fills a bit of time in the morning before you get your, your news in the afternoon instead of clicking on the likes of the record and the sun. So, um, obviously the big talking points for today is the aftermath of Rangers' semi-final victory over Aberdeen where we finally saw out a 2-1 victory in extra time uh, on a cold, long day at Hamden. Um, happy, delighted with the win. But obviously, um, yeah, we I'm sure we all agree that it's um, we've we've seen better displays by Rangers. Um, the spectacle itself, um, I kind of want to touch on that first. Um, that's been a fair bit of newsworthy discussion being brought up on around that. Speaking about the pitch and VAR, Michael Beale yesterday asked afterwards um, about about the pitch and VAR. He said, "I thought both semi-finals were excellent." Four teams who really went for it. The two underdogs, if you like, really took it to the two favourites in both games. But the pitch is in a really bad state. For what is a showpiece game that players are dreaming of, we need to have better than that. I know we can't control the weather. Do we separate the two games to play one this weekend and one the next weekend? And that's for other people to decide. But that was a difficult pitch today. Which could take its toll because we have a game against Kilmarnock on Wednesday night. Where will the injuries come from playing on a heavy pitch? We have an excellent game at the moment. We have a good product and we have to make sure we present it in the right way. We knew the VAR was failing and to be fair to me and Jim, we wanted to play the game without it, Bill said. We've only had a short pe period of time so if VAR fails, they should just continue with the game. There were a lot of breaks in the game which didn't help either team. So I think Michael Beale touches on a really good point, uh, good few points here. And on our on our Sunday night show last night, we did kind of speak about it in jest um, about the you know how this is Scottish football showpiece, and um, if if there's any opportunity to make a mockery of it, then we'll we'll find a way in Scotland to do it. Um, he's spot on. Like we we were laughing and joking about it last night, but as a it is a deeper issue where we just shoot ourselves in our foot constantly with our managing of the game and the decisions we make. Hamden in general is not fit, a, a fit for purpose stadium to be holding um, these semi-finals. I don't think, um, particularly 
two in the one weekend. Um, it's not it's not a great atmosphere. It's a terrible view. I'm still a bit better with the view that I had yesterday. Uh, I think you'll just need to move on and playing these games in January, February, two games in the one weekend and terrible weather. We need to. Uh, we really need to look away on how we can really glamorise this and not having it looking like um, Sunday League amateur football. I'm probably doing Sunday League amateur football a bit of a disservice there. And the VAR issue is, um, I think that speaks for itself. The, there was a spokesperson for the SPFL issued a statement yesterday. The Scottish FA have confirmed to us that a technical issue with the VAR station at Clydesdale House resulted in a five-minute period where VAR was not in operation at Hamden Park. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, the issue was resolved by moving to the backup station and VAR was operating and VAR was operating immediately thereafter. Um, so again, it's. I've probably got more um, sympathy for the VAR issue than the pitch issue because it's new technology, it's a new way of doing things um, and we're going to have these Stephen problems uh, initially. Obviously, this maybe aligns with the Masonic conspiracy which is um, going on in Scotland. You know, see that big conspiracy we have where the in order to uh, help Rangers, we put them to the third division. Yes, that conspiracy. Um, so that'll be the chat for the coming days and weeks, but uh, let's not pay any more breath to that than that we need to. Um, speaking about the game itself, uh, Bill did say, I don't want us to be so anxious. He said, I don't know where the anxiety is coming from at times. We're a good football team. We win a lot of football matches. We've beaten a lot of good teams over the last two or three years. With the players in that dressing room, I don't know why this anxiety is there, so we must stop that for certain because there were moments again today where we were anxious. I'm just delighted for the fans and the players that we get taken back here in the final. And I'm sure we all agree with Michael Beale in that last statement. Um, the final is the uh, 26th of February. And there is some chat um, already, just really rumours about when will the kickoff be uh, due to the... Um, the the TV conflictions. I'm pretty sure there's some big uh, English games on in the same day, so we'll you know we'll let you know as and when the details get announced. Um, some more really interesting comments afterwards when Michael Beale was speaking to the BBC and indicated he's hoping to get three players um in in this window um, and obviously this kind of coincides with the ongoing speculation that Todd Cantwell may be coming to Rangers. Um, bit of news about him that PSV Eindhoven are apparently interested in him with the uh, Football Insider yesterday putting out that PSV and Eindhoven are rivaling Rangers for Norwich attacker Todd Cantwell after making a surprise inquiry for the player. The Dutch Giants are in the market for attacking reinforcements following the departure of Cody Gakpo to Liverpool earlier this month. So um, again I don't really know how how much truth is in this? Um, if this is maybe football insider seeing that uh, an attacking player similar to Campbell, um, in terms of style, has left, therefore, um, let's maybe make two and two and get five. Um, but though a lot more speculation with Campbell yesterday with his Instagram uh, post, um, he was putting on a photo of a kind of. 
I talk about it as a kind of new year, new me type chat where it's stuff like um, 12 things to remember, things always get better in time, you only fail if you quit, um, all this kind of stuff. Um, he, I'm not going to look too much into that. Um, I think Todd Cantwell's situation, regardless if he goes to Rangers or not, we know he's very likely to be leaving Norwich. Um, so putting up a cryptic post about starting anew and fresh beginnings it doesn't really tell us anything new um but hopefully he's one of the the three that michael beale is touting um and regardless who it is i would like to see some signing in sooner rather than later and i'm sure uh, we all echo that sentiment um some more news from the weekend. So, first of all, the Rangers B team absolutely trounced. Um, they'll beat a start 6 1. Um, and Dumbarton, that's back to back wins in, um, in Dumbarton for the for the young Rangers. 4 um, 0 up at half time. They'll beat a star, pulling back, um, pulling back. Um, a consolation goal before Rangers added two more. Um, really good to see Zach Lovelace back in the fold. He came on for the last um, half or 20 minutes um, from injury. Um, and a really convincing win for Rangers B when you consider on the bench yesterday. Um, you know, four of the, uh, the stars, uh, the the real shining talents were on the, the bench for the, the Rangers first team. And Alec Lowry, Leon King, Adam Devine and... Charlie McCann. I think we're now at a stage where those four are their their first team squad players, um, at the very least. So it'll be good to see how the Rangers be continue to cope with without without the ta their talents. Um that takes them um this keeps them top of the Lowland League on fifty one points. Um same points tally as Tran and Juniors, but Rangers B do have a game in hand. They're having a really, really good season. Um I think the big difference between this season and last season, that they're finding that consistency. Um which um it was a it was a fairly successful season, um coming runners up um last year, but I think this consistent edge um is really is really shown and long may that continue. I think it'd be a fabulous achievement if they were to win the Lowland League. Um but also well quite a way off that bet off that yet. Um, there's only twenty odd games played and a lot of football still to be played. Um so other news um for Rangers teams, Rangers women drew uh, nothing each away to Hearts at the weekend. Uh, that's quite a disappointing result. Um, that's uh, the third draw of the of the league campaign, which sees them go four points behind Glasgow City, albeit with a game in hand, and one point behind Celtic on the same games. Again, maybe similar. Well, maybe the the other side of the coin for the Rangers B team. Um, that. The Rangers women, um, they are they aren't quite the juggernaut that they were last season. Um, at their best, they are really rolling teams over, but they are having having the off, the, the odd, off game, and I don't think uh, this game at Hearts was one of them where it was just it didn't work out for them. They didn't really have that colour edge. I think they dominated most of the game, but just couldn't quite find the, find the back of the net. Um, so that'll be interesting to see them. Thirteen games gone. Um, coming up to half the season gone. Um, and still very firmly in the title race. Um, but that's 
I don't think he's going to be the games against Celtic or Glasgow City. It's uh, these three draws that I've seen him go four points behind. So I think if they just get the consistency against the rest of the the league, um, then they'll yeah they'll be okay. The last talking point uh of coming out over the weekend um it's it came out on Thursday night Friday I believe that. Rangers commercial team are offering a patrons package for the Edmonston House um, donations and this is um, a package or available on invitation only so just to give you the kind of rundown of what that looks like I don't think it will apply to very many of us because it is 50 grand plus VAT and I don't know about you but I wouldn't be doing this um, podcast on my lunch break uh, or sorry on my morning break um, if I had a spare 50 grand in the bank um, so basically the idea is a 50 grand uh, donation to the Edmonston House project which sees you obtain lifetime benefits such as um, your name or company name displayed on a plaque within the club museum um, name displayed in every match day program and and on the official club website you get VIP invitations to uh, all club events at the Edmonton House, like the gala dinner, um, four hospitality invitations per season within the museum hospitality, match day hospitality tickets, all this kind of lifetime uh, stuff. And how can I forget, an official Rangers patron club tie as well. Um, all of that's fine and well kind of makes sense. I do think it's a good idea to, a, a different way to generate investment into the Edmonton House project. The big stickler for a lot of fans is that this patron package includes a lifetime MyGels gold membership. So MyGels has really split opinion and caused a bit of division amongst the Rangers support at the best of times, to really put it lightly. I find this adds further fuel to the fire. Um, it's... Uh, this the idea of today's show is really um the kind of news bulletin. I think this is a wider discussion that we'll have in one of our weekly um one of our weekly shows. Just to put my cards on the table. However, I've never been a big fan of the way my jails is run, and I don't really like the idea of if you've got a spare fifty grand, then you just go to the top of the queue. Um, that's. That's just my opinion. I know others um, will disagree. That's fine. We're allowed to disagree. There's that old anecdote where if you have two Rangers fans stuck in a desert island, by the next morning there will be three RSCs. Um, I think um, we like a bit of constructive debate, to put it mildly. So that will do me for today's uh, news update. Again, watch is really going to trial this for the first two weeks. If there's enough traction and it's something that people want, we'll keep going with it. Uh, if not, then yeah, we'll just go back to the basics. So um, wherever you get these podcasts, um, whether it be Spotify, Apple, YouTube or whatever, or if you see it on social media, follow, follow. If you can leave a wee comment, let us know what your thoughts were, if it's worthwhile, what stuff you would want to see included on it. Um, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow. Um, it may not be myself, um, you know, we've got about 12 podders, so it'll just be whoever's available on the day to to bring um, the, uh, the news update and we'll try and get it out to you at some point in the morning as early as you can to set up your day so you're not sitting and work scrolling through the, the Daily Rag website. Um, the less of that, the better. But I hope everybody has a crack and start to the week. Enjoy your day.